Welcome to Orbit, daily reflections for a God-centred life. So welcome back to our final day of our satellite orbit reflections. We are looking at stories of a man named Simon Peter and some of the moments when he encountered Jesus in really powerful ways. And today we have our fourth and final story um, to complete our orbit week together. And this story is actually set after Jesus has died and after he's risen again from the dead. Um, so yesterday's story was set at that Passover meal. They were celebrating the Jewish festival. But shortly after that moment, Jesus was arrested. He was put on trial. He was found guilty and he was murdered. He was crucified the most brutal way that the Roman Empire could ever possibly come up with to murder someone. And he also had predicted that Simon Peter would deny him, that Simon Peter would pretend that he had never met him. And he said that he wouldn't just do this once, he would do it three times. And that's exactly what happened. Just as Jesus needed like his friend the most, Simon Peter rejected him and pretended that he didn't know him. Now, Simon Peter is heartbroken because Jesus is dead, he's died. But not only is he like grieving the loss of his friend, he's also embarrassed, ashamed, guilty, heartbroken at the fact that he did do exactly as Jesus predicted and pretend that he didn't know his friend. And so Simon Peter is probably wrestling with a whole load of guilt in this moment. Now, Jesus was dead for three days, he was buried, but then on the third day he rose again uh, and he then, he revealed himself, he came back and he showed up in a locked room where the disciples were hiding because they were scared that the same thing might be about to happen to them. But they were hiding and even though the door was locked, Jesus appeared in the middle of this room and he said to them, do not be afraid. And since then he's shown up another time, but Simon Peter hasn't really ever had a moment where he can really connect, reconnect with Jesus. Jesus has been there for all the disciples. He's spoken to all the disciples. A man named Thomas has had like a personal encounter with Jesus, but Simon Peter, one of Jesus' closest friends, hasn't really had a moment to chat. And he's probably feeling really embarrassed, really guilty, like maybe he's feeling worried that Jesus has rejected him in the same way that he rejected Jesus. And that Jesus is angry with him and maybe hasn't forgiven him for what he's done. So then we are, our next story is about to be set. So they've, Jesus has come back, he's shown himself twice, and then we have this third and uh, final um, appearance, which is our fourth story of this Orbit series. So. We're reading from John chapter 21, verse 1 to 14, and this story goes like this. After Jesus appeared to his disciples by the Sea of Galilee, it happened this way. Simon Peter, our guy, uh, Thomas, Nathaniel, James and John, and then two other disciples were together. I'm going out to fish, Simon Peter told them. And they said, oh, well, we'll go with you. So they went out, got into the boat, but that night they caught nothing. Does that sound familiar? Earlier in the morning, Jesus stood on the shore, but the disciples did not recognise that it was Jesus. He called out to them, friends, haven't you any fish? No, they answered. He said, throw your nets on the right side of the boat and you'll find some. And when they did that, they were unable to haul the net in because of the large number of fish. 
Then Jesus said to Simon Peter, it is the Lord. As soon as Simon Peter heard him say, it's the Lord, he wrapped his outer garment around his waist and he jumped into the water. The other disciples followed in the boat, towing the net full of fish, for they were not far from the shore, about a hundred yards. Now, when they landed on the shore, they saw a fire with burning coals and fish on it and some bread. Jesus said to them, bring some of your fish that you've caught. So Simon Peter climbed back in the boat, dragged the net ashore. It was so full of large fish, but even with so many fish in it, the net wasn't torn. Jesus said to them, come and have some breakfast. Now, none of the disciples dared ask him, who are you? For they knew that it was the Lord. And Jesus came, took the bread, gave it to them and did the same with the fish. This was now the third time that Jesus appeared to the disciples after he was raised from the dead. Now, I love this story of Simon Peter and Jesus. Um, and I think there's so many things in this final story that we really, really can see and learn about who Jesus is and how he wants to meet with us to, to today, not just with Simon Peter. But before we get into that, I know what it can be like at these weeks. Like we're at Satellites, we've had an amazing time. We've seen God move in amazing ways. Like God has performed miracles and he's spoken to us and his presence has felt so close to us. But when we go home, sometimes when we leave events like this, we can feel like a bit like Simon Peter, you know, Jesus, he's followed him around for three years. He's been so close to him and Jesus has died and he's been raised back to life, but it's not the same. He's not with him all the time. And Simon Peter's left like thinking, what am I supposed to do now? What does it look like to be a follower of Jesus when I don't really know where Jesus is and I'm not with him all the time and I can't see him? And it can be a bit like this for us. And I think we can do sometimes exactly what Simon Peter and his friends have done. So let's just look back and reflect on this story. So Simon Peter and his friends, they're hanging out. Jesus isn't there anymore. And what do they decide to do? They go fishing. They've gone full circle, 360. Like they've gone back to what they were doing, their life before Jesus. They don't know any different. They don't know what else to do. So they've gone back to their old ways. And isn't it interesting that they're out fishing all night, but they don't catch a single fish. It mirrors perfectly our first story. And it just tells us in this moment that something incredible is probably about to happen. So Jesus in his resurrected body is standing on the shore. Now, Jesus' resurrected body, it's kind of like really familiar. It's like really recognizable. It looks like a human being, but also at the same time, because it's resurrected, it's like his heavenly body is also completely different. Like there was some confusion. They didn't recognize him. They knew it was him, but there was something different about this resurrected Jesus. But Simon Peter's in the boat and he sees the exact same miracle happened. Now Jesus has performed so many miracles throughout the time that the disciples have been with him. He could have chosen to reenact any of them, but he chose this one. Why? Well, this was the miracle that changed Simon Peter's life. This was the miracle that invited Simon Peter to follow Jesus for the first time. And so for Simon Peter, when he would have been standing in this boat, Yes, all of the disciples would have been amazed at this new miracle again, 
But for Simon Peter, it would have felt like a personal invitation. This was the moment of real encounter that Simon Peter had been longing for. Jesus had done this for him. That's what Simon Peter would have been feeling. And do you know, the disciples, they, they see Jesus. John says, it's the Lord. And they all start rowing back that Simon Peter cannot wait to get back to Jesus. So he wraps his clothes around him and he jumps in the sea and he swims back to Jesus. And it's such a different version of the story than we saw in that first encounter, that first miracle, the first time Jesus uh, meets Simon Peter on the boat. Because the first time Jesus uh, meets Simon Peter, Simon Peter says, get away from me, Lord, I'm a sinful man. And we know Jesus didn't go anywhere. But Simon Peter has spent like over three years with Jesus. He sees that Jesus is someone who does never reject a sinful person. He's seen that Jesus is someone who forgives people, that loves people, that welcomes people back with open arms. And so Simon Peter, in this moment, even though he knows that he has been really sinful, he has completely rejected Jesus, rather than saying, get away from me, Lord, I'm a sinner, all he wants to do is like dive straight head first into the water and swim as fast as he can towards Jesus because he knows that Jesus will welcome him back. And that's the amazing thing about God. You know, we talked on the first couple of days about how when we don't understand him, when we don't know what he's doing, when we suddenly realize that we're in the presence of God, we can be afraid. But Simon Peter knew Jesus. He knew how good and kind and loving and forgiving he was. And even though he'd committed such a huge offence against Jesus, he still knew that that friendship would, um, would be able to you know, survive that awful act. And he jumped headfirst and swam to Jesus. And you know, when we go back out into our daily lives after satellites, like, we are going to do things that are going to separate us from God. Like we are not going to ever stay perfect. But Jesus is always there. Like just like Jesus was standing on the top of the hill, hillside, watching over his disciples as they sailed into the storm. Jesus is standing on the shore and he's watching the disciples in this boat this time. And the same is true for us. He is watching over us. He is with us. And Jesus actually sent his Holy Spirit to be with us, to support us, to encourage us, to help us. And so we can know that no matter what we do, when we leave satellites, when we go away from here, when we mess up, when we walk away, when we ourselves reject Jesus, when we say like, no, we don't know him, when we choose to do things that we know are um, gonna like disappoint him, Jesus is stood there waiting to welcome us back, just like he welcomed Simon Peter back. And so my challenge for you today uh, and for the rest of the year as we head out from satellites is will you be like Simon Peter? When you see Jesus again, will you jump back in, head first, swim as fast as you can towards him? Even though you know you've sinned, will you choose to put Jesus at the centre of your life? So let me pray. Lord God, we thank you that you welcome us back with open arms every single time. Lord, there's so many stories of you forgiving sins all throughout the Bible. And your only request is that we don't leave, uh, yeah, that we, we, that we experience, 
So Heavenly Father, we thank you that you are there, always ready to welcome us back, stood there ready and waiting to forgive us again and again. Lord, there's so many stories in the Bible of you forgiving people's sins. You meet them, you have mercy on them, and you tell them not to go and sin again. And Lord, we want to be um, those people who will return to you. Lord, I pray that you give us the courage and the boldness as we leave here today, as we head out from satellites, would you help us keep you at the centre of our lives in everything we do. As we leave here, would we know what it looks like to follow you every single day. Amen. Well, have an amazing final day, guys. Um, thanks for joining us for Orbit this week, and we hope you've had the best time at Satellites, and we'll see you next week for another set of Orbit Reflections. Thanks for listening. Join us on Monday for a new week of Orbit.